Okay, hey friends, it's Jasmine from Beauty in the Network, and today I want to talk to you about three success habits that have helped me grow in business. Now, over on my Instagram, if you don't follow me, follow me at Beauty in the Network because I'm always showing like behind the scenes, giving you some tips. Um, I'm always doing some fun polls, and I'm always answering your questions over in the DMs. If you ever have a question always feel free to slide into my DMs. I'm the one that responds to you, not an assistant at this moment. Um, so of course it does take me a little minute to respond to my messages, but I always take the time to connect with you guys. But today I want to talk to you about three success habits that have helped me scale. And I want to kind of take you on a journey from like younger me when I first got my business license and I was still working a nine to fives because that mindset that I had back in the day, um, I am always honest and transparent, but that mindset that I had, um, I really didn't have a lot of momentum whenever I started to see momentum. I would kind of like freak myself out, tell myself, oh my gosh, we're not ready for this yet and then I would lose all of the, all of the momentum that I created and I would have to start right back over again and I don't know if you feel like you are in a cycle of constantly repeating the same scenario or the same situations over and over again but today I just felt called to talk about this topic so I'm going to be going from you know that younger version of me um, I was 19 to the version where I was freelancing for other companies and I was actively behind the scenes creating uh, my own exit plan uh, for my own bridal beauty team. So I'm going to talk about that as well because I had a lot of imposter syndrome and it's so funny because when I actually became a team owner, um, I really felt like that is where I needed to be. Like the habits, the actions, the things that I have have been preparing for up until that part, I felt like I was well equipped for that job. Um, so I always say, you know, like I was made to be a team owner, like that's truly how I feel. Um, but then, you know, where I am now, where I have, you know, an amazing team, we service four states, um, you know, I'm over here on the online space helping other amazing bridal beauty pros, you know, create their team or if they already have a team, you know, helping them bring structure in the back end and setting themselves up so that they can hire help so that they are decreasing their to-do list as their business is growing because you guys always know, I say this all the time, like my business the intention that I created my business for is not for right now. It's for my future lifestyle. I want to have kids. Um, we're for <laughs> preparing to have kids, um, but I'm not pregnant. But you know, I want to be able to travel. I don't want to always have 50 million weddings that I'm working with my team. I want to book my team on weddings. I want to have the manager of my team schedule out my artists, create the timelines. I want them to be in charge of payroll. I have my social media manager um, who helps me. Um, right now we're in a content creation revamp um, because I just took some amazing content creation classes because I really wanted to make it a little bit more lifestyle style to really transition myself out and to kind of position myself in a completely different way over on both beauty and the network and my bridal beauty business. So that has been like a learning curve. Like, how do I do this? How do I transition? Because I'm not 
the photogenic girl. I, I do not take a lot of selfies. So I'm like, listen, I got to figure out how to like take content of myself, how to make it not look so posed and, uh, you know, uh, picture perfect that's not what i'm going for so that's going to be fun but anyways i'm going to talk to you guys um through those transition and some of the habits that have really helped me throughout those stages so first of all i want to talk about you know 19 year old me when i was working at i think i was working at sally beauty and i was also uh working at h&m h&m was my jam okay but i was working these jobs and what ended up happening was um, I had recently graduated from cosmetology school. And if you know the story, then you are going to get a refresher. But I found myself, you know, utilizing my amazing resume that I had created when I was in cosmetology school, literally, um, like 75% of my clients, they bought retail, they spent almost like $150, $125 with me as a cosmetology student, right? So those are some amazing numbers. Um, I had 36 people request to be uh, like one of my models or like one of my clients when I was in school and my retention rate was um, almost 80%. So that is crazy, friends, because I really leaned in on those numbers, on my stats when I was applying for salons. So before I even thought about being a bridal beauty pro, I thought that I wanted to have my own studio suite. I thought that I wanted to work in a full service salon. Um, all of my customers um, when I was in beauty school was cups, colors, um, full heads of foil. And that was my jam until um, I was actually introduced to the bridal world. So it was so funny. I was trying so hard to get a job in the salon. I had amazing numbers. And, you know, people kept closing the door on me because I did not fit their aesthetic. I would have been the only brown girl in their salon because I wanted to work in a place where where I was going to get a diverse range of clients. I want curly hair babes. I want wavy hair babes. I want natural hair babes. So I thought of a location that would be very smart for me to apply where I don't box myself in. And that did not work because they were like, oh my gosh, your resume is so amazing. And then when I got into the salon, they were like, oh snap, she's a brown girl. Well, we don't really know if you're going to be a great fit for our salon. That's basically what countless salons told me, um, you know, back to back. And I just felt so defeated. And I was like, what is going on? Why am I, you know, I'm qualified, but yet these places are disqualifying me because of what I look like. So that is when I decided I'm going to go out and I'm going to get my own business license, right? So I was very um, ambitious. I'm still ambitious, but I was very ambitious like, hey, if these doors are going to close on me and tell me that I can't make money at their location, I'm going to open up my own opportunities so that I can make the amount of money that I want to make, right? So even though I was ambitious, I did not have a strategy, right? So what I actually ended up doing was I had this amazing business license, but I still found myself, you know, taking, you know, this person shift, that person can't come in, I'll stay later, because it was not working out for me promoting myself online. I had an Instagram page, I had a Facebook page, and all I had really been doing was marketing myself in like mom swap groups, because <laughs> that doesn't even make any sense, not even the wedding pages. I was in the mom swap groups, and I was promoting myself. 
Um, I was getting people who just wanted free services. My prices were extremely low. And I just felt like I'm doing all of this work, which it wasn't even a lot of work, but I felt like I was doing a lot of work. I'm like, I'm doing all of this work and still nothing was going on. So what I actually needed to do in that position was I needed to start writing things down right I needed to start writing things down in a notebook that was only dedicated to work only dedicated to work not your budget not the grocery list not some random stuff that you got to write down and the reason why I say this is because if you have a notebook that you are using every single day today is you know Monday, May the 1st, and these are the actions that I'm going to take. And then maybe at the end of the day, you map out, okay, these are the actions that I actually accomplished. How was the task? It was amazing, or I felt like this was a little bit hard, or maybe um, there's a learning curve. I don't really know how to utilize this platform, but these are the things that I did today. So that way, tomorrow, the next day, you wake up and you see where you left off so that you can pick up where you left off, or you can start to see, okay, well, on Monday, this is what I did. Tuesday, this is what I did. Wednesday, this is what I did. And, you know, whatever I did on Monday didn't give me any results. What I did on Tuesday actually got two people who were interested in working with me, right? So when you write things down, you are leaving a paper trail. You are allowing yourself to look back on your actions versus what did I do last week? Was that last week or was that yesterday, right? Like you are no longer guessing like, what do I need to do? What do I need to focus on? Because now this is going to be the easiest way for you to keep track of, okay, last week we did amazingly well. Or, hey, this week right now we're not doing so good. Let me review what things that I actually prioritize, what things that I actually focus on this week. So this is going to give you a couple of things. This is going to give you a paper trail that you can look at. And this is also going to give you self-awareness of the actions that you need to continue doing and self-awareness of what is not doing anything for you what is not moving the needle around this time frame what i honestly did was i spent a lot of time in canva <laughs> i was creating this graphic and that graphic and this special and that promotion and this discount i was spending most of my time in the places where my clients were not so of course I didn't get the result that I wanted because I was so stuck in creation other than doing implementation, other than attracting, right? So the biggest thing that I want you to do is get in the habit of writing things down, right? So number two is going to be basically something that I already mentioned. Number two is reviewing and creating a check-in calendar for yourself. So after I had, you know, really started to write down what I was doing. And even if it was just like bullet point notes, like, okay, today while I was on break, I had a consultation call with a bride. Or today while I was on break, I used my 30 minutes to, you know, answer emails. Or today when I was, you know, parked outside to do a trial run for another team, maybe I'm close by at a Starbucks getting some Wi-Fi so I can promote myself in some Facebook groups or promote my one post, right? 
So when I started to see, okay, well, these are the things that are actually going to help me move the needle, then whenever I had free time, when I was, you know, in that transition from, okay, well, now I'm going to leave, you know, these nine to fives, and I am just only going to focus on bridal, because I thought, okay, well, if I remove myself from, you know, the nine to five world and go into bridal, I'm going to be surrounding myself with more of what it is that I want to attract, right? So the law of attraction, if you want to work in the wedding world, find somebody in the wedding world that you can assist or go in the wedding groups, reach out to people, right? So I was connecting with a couple of um, bridal beauty teams. And once I got a position for some of these bridal beauty teams, I actually decided to leave um, some of the other jobs that I've worked at. Now, I've worked at a lot of places, guys. I worked at Lowe's. I worked at, um, you know, Sally's. I worked at, you know, I worked at so many different places, World Market. Um, I was a janitor, <laughs> so many things. But I decided I needed to surround my Myself in the industry that I wanted to be in right so that's also when I started to work at blow dry bars because that is where a lot of bridal parties come so maybe you have your license and you're thinking okay well how can I get in the atmosphere of what's actually going to serve me and help me get closer so what I did I started working at blow dry bars because bridal parties come there um, if the blow dry bar that you have by you if they offer makeup, maybe you can be one of their makeup artists. Um, maybe you can be one of their bridal artists, um, as well as blowout. So I was very intentional about putting myself in the energy that I needed to be because I knew environment was a big part of helping myself get to where I want to be, right? So while I was, you know, freelancing um, for Body Beauty Teams and I was working at Blow Dry Bars in between timeframes, I started to review, okay, these are the actions that I'm taking. These are the actions that have been helping me get a client or helping someone reach out, right? Maybe people weren't necessarily booking, but people were reaching out, right? So this tells me, okay, Jasmine, like things are moving, but we still have to focus on this one little roadblock. So I started to test, right? I started to test, and when I started to test, I didn't necessarily review right away. And I didn't review right away, and what ended up happening was I really felt like, well, I'm investing my money, I'm taking classes, I'm getting great products, I have an amazing, you know, hair, hair stand, lights, uh, you know, chair, all of these things. I thought that all I needed to focus on was, you know, my skill set, you know, me being personable, me making people feel amazing when they sit in my chair. But still, even though I was investing in classes, I was investing in my equipment, no one knew who I was right? No one knew who I was because I was not getting as visible as I needed to, right? I was still kind of like, oh, well, I'm going to promote myself versus I'm going to shout my business's name from the rooftop. I'm going to make sure that everybody knows about my business. I need to make sure that I'm going here and I'm going there and I'm networking and I'm handing out goodie bags with my business cards in it. And I'm, you know, mailing these things out to venues. I wanted to make sure that I was visible and I wasn't necessarily that visible because at that time I thought that I had been doing everything that I could have possibly done but really I haven't even scratched the surface right so 
when I started to review, like, okay, Jasmine, today you work, you know, all the Fridays, all the Saturdays of the month, and, you know, maybe Thursday, you know, or Wednesday and Thursday, you worked at the blow dry bar. What are you doing Sunday, Monday, and Tuesday, right? What are you doing those days? Or whatever gaps I had available in my, in my work week. So I started to look at my posts. Okay, this post was getting, you know, 12 likes. I was looking at the wrong things, honestly. I'm like, okay, this post is getting 12 likes. Okay, I'm getting comments. Okay, that's cool. People are seeing me. People are noticing me. Okay, well, I just got a couple new followers. All right, well, people are sliding in my DMs. People are asking for discount. That's what was happening at that time frame. So I had to realize, okay, like, what posts am I putting out? What am I saying? What do the images look like? And at that time frame, my images didn't necessarily look like it was from a bridal profile. It was a whole bunch of random. It was like me showing my coffee. It was me showing my setup. I didn't really post a lot of my work, to be real. I wasn't posting a lot of my work. So, of course, it looked like to a bride when they go on my page that I am not a person who is consistently booking weddings, right? So I had to get into the headspace. Okay, Jasmine, if you are trying to find brides who will book you for hair and makeup, you have to prioritize posting hair and makeup on your feed. So that is when I started having my own model calls. I started doing my own model calls on Sundays or Mondays whenever I knew I wasn't going to be working at the blow dry bar or when I knew I wasn't going to be working a wedding. And this was for me to practice hairstyles, to practice, you know, utilizing the new uh, makeup products that I just now bought. I wanted to make sure like, hey, how do I actually work this? Let me find somebody in a Facebook group. That's what I did. And I'm going to have my own model call. So I started to to see what actions are getting me the result and then I started to only prioritize those actions now this is when I was freelancing for other bridal hair and makeup teams right so what I needed to do was I needed to create a way to measure my growth a lot of people we are looking for growth but we don't necessarily know how we want to measure that growth right so for example me currently I can measure my growth based upon how long my work days are taking me and how short my work days are taking me, right? Because I knew what it was like when my admin used to be two weeks and I knew what it was like when it was a week long. I could instantly tell, hey, admin no longer takes me two weeks. It's one week now. That was major growth for me at that time. Now, when my admin week turned from seven days to three days, I was like, holy snap, okay, let's go. And then when I actually ended up having an admin day that was 90 minutes long, I felt like I could do anything. <laughs> okay, I felt like I could do anything. But I had to figure out how am I measuring the growth? How am I measuring the efficiency, right? So determine, how are you going to measure the growth? Some growth can be a financial, some growth can be a feeling or a timing, some growth can be um, 
like a specific number, like book X amount of numbers, or I mean, book uh, X number of brides or weddings or phone calls or send out proposals? How are you measuring, measuring the growth, right? Because if we don't know how we're going to measure the growth, then you're probably not going to create a time frame to check in with yourself, right? So this is a big part, checking in. How are you actually doing? The goals that you set for yourself for this month, because it's May 1st, when are you going to check in with yourself? Are you going to do it on Wednesday? Are you going to do it on Friday? Are you going to do it on Sunday? I want you to put in your agenda right now. Put in your, is that like so middle school, your agenda? <laughs> but put in your planner or your Google Calendar a reminder. Like, hey, track stats. Because if you never track anything, you will not grow. Because how are you going to improve something that you're not even tracking? So that's huge. I started to track and check in with myself, right? And this is when I started to get into styled shoots. Um, I, a lot of people know the story of when I was, um, it was, what was it? It was like November, December, January, February timeframe. Um, and I was still working with those freelance uh, bridal companies and the main company that I was working for, they always told everybody like, hey, I don't want you to go and work for anybody else. But in my opinion, if you want your artists on your bridal beauty team, if you only want them to work for you, then it is your responsibility to make sure that they have more than enough bookings through your company to pay all of their bills. And the company that I was working for, even though they verbally said they didn't have a contract, they verbally said, like, don't go in freelance for other bridal beauty teams. I did, obviously. I worked for a couple of them. And that's because they did not set me up with enough bookings to make sure that I had all of my bills paid. And not just all of my bills paid. I wanted it to be paid plus have some of the savings, right? So... That is something that I just wanted to kind of pinpoint there. But what I ended up doing was I was still working for these companies. And then I started getting into style shoots when we had our, you know, major slow season. The team told us like, hey, we're slow. Um, you guys go out and get a part time job. And then when it, you know, picks back up, then leave those part time jobs. So during that slow season, I was just basically living off of my savings. Okay, to be honest, I was living off of my savings. And I was focusing on doing any styled shoot that I could do. I wanted to work with as many vendors, I didn't even care. I just wanted to do a styled shoot. So I can get my portfolio built up and so I can network with new people that I can now turn into relationships where they refer me, I refer them, and it just goes around in a happy little circle, right? That's what I wanted and that is what happened because I had an intention of what I want to happen so that the goal that I'm working towards, it happens faster for me. But it took me some time because I wasn't always clear in the actions that I was taking. I got lost in a security net of getting paid from other people. And when I knew I had a security net, I did not show up to the fullest potential that I knew I could because I always knew that something else was going to make sure that I had the money coming in, right? Even if it wasn't from my business. So the last thing that I wanted to say for the habit that has helped me just to kind of re recap, writing it down. 
write it down. And then the second one is check in and review with yourself. And the last one is eliminate distractions. So me from when I was 19, from when I wasn't writing things down, when I wasn't tracking things, when I wasn't, you know, actively seeking style shoots and building connections and sliding into, you know, 50 people's DMs every single day and 50 people's email address, introducing myself, telling them that I am a bridal hair and makeup artist. And if they have any clients that align with XYZ style, then refer them to me. I did everything wrong. Okay. When I was doing that, I did that wrong, but I had a lot of time on my hands. So if you currently feel like, Hey, like nothing is going how I want it to go. I want you to ask yourself truly, what have you done so far in order to help you get to that goal? And if you feel like there's still more that you can do, or maybe you're at a roadblock of ideas, I want you to, one, be in my Facebook community. It's free. And I'll link it in my show notes so that you can get in there. Because at the beginning of every single month, I ask you guys, like, what are your intentions? Not just for your business, but for your personal life and for your health. Because you are more than just your business. And when we only focus on our business's goals, I feel like we are lacking so much from ourselves as a whole. Because we're only operating from one side of us. We're not operating as a whole, a whole being, right? So I want you to, one, use that link, get in my Facebook group. But I also want you to ask yourself, like, what's currently distracting you? Like, what is distracting you? And hopefully you're not saying your kids. Don't say that. Don't say that if you said that, okay? Because your kids are a blessing, okay? Your kids are a blessing. But what's truly distracting you? If you if you say, like, hey, like, I got to go get my kids. My kids got to go to school. I got to pick them up. Um, or maybe you have little ones. Maybe they're on, like, a little sleep time routine. Or maybe they're, they don't have a sleep routine, right? What are some things that can help you? Maybe whenever your kids come home, you you put them in a routine like, hey, this is what we do. We, you know, we come in the house, we shower, we put our book bags over there, we have snacks that are already ready for the next 60 minutes. You're going to be at the table, you're going to get your homework done, or whatever it is. Or, hey, we got to go to practice right now, so I want you to have your books out. Like, let your brother help you in the back seat with your homework. Or you read out your homework to me. Reading is great for the kids. Let them read out the questions. You know, help them help you. So that way, maybe when they're at practice, you can be on your phone for 45 minutes. Maybe you're mapping out some emails. Maybe you're writing out your next three posts, right? How can you make things make sense for you, right? So the last one is eliminate distractions. How can you eliminate a distraction or whatever distraction you have identified? How can you create a way to maintain uh, what it is that you need to be doing or what task it is that you need to focus on within that distraction? Now, I'm going to be very honest. So I am a squirrel, okay? <laughs> I am a squirrel. And for me, I get distracted very easily, right? So either when I'm working, I have binary beats in the background. It's just music with no sound. It's just, you know, I don't, I don't even know how to describe it. But it's just like sound effects, right? In the background, or I'm listening to like, 
jazz at a coffee shop on a rainy day like the background sounds like i'm big on background sounds because it helps my head get into a headspace of okay we are focused right now right and i tell my husband like babe if i have these headphones on your girl is in the zone leave me alone <laughs> okay if it's an absolute emergency like let me know and there's been some days where you know i'll have my headphones on and i'm like i'm in the zone right now and he's like oh my bad my bad and then like sometimes he'll get excited and he's like oh babe look at this and then he was like oh I'll show you in an hour because we have built up that boundary. We build up, you know, hey, respect me when I have these these headphones in. Um, or maybe if you have little kids, like tell them like, hey, if mommy's in the room and I got the door cracked, that means I'm doing work. So only knock on the door if you absolutely need me, right? So how can you eliminate the distractions, right? And if you need help, one thing that I really want to encourage you is to ask yourself right now, how is your customer experience set up, right? And is it set up in a way to help you save time? When your systems are set up in a way that allows you to save time, your potential customers and booked customers, they have an amazing experience with you and they want to refer you to all of their friends, but also it saves you time, right? So your entire business as a whole is made up of departments, right? Your social media department, like how are you bringing people in from your website or from your other connections, right? That's all an experience. How they find you, what they see, what they hear, what they read on your page, that is an experience. The links that they're clicking on to inquire, that is an experience. The calls that they are booking with you and going to your calendar to see what time you have available, that is an experience experience when you send out your proposal or you get on a zoom call or you get on a phone call that is adding to the experience once they are booked what is that process like right are you sending them something instantly or are they saying hello did you forget about me that's an experience if it's good or if it's bad right and also when they sit in your chair and you are servicing them on their trial or their wedding day that all adds up to your experience and this all adds up to your business's reputation and this month we're talking about client experience in all of those departments so i want to invite you to send me a dm over on instagram if you have been thinking about being a part of my bridal beauty community which is called the anti-hustle bridal beauty business owner membership and we have a different topic every single month and this month we're talking about customer experience and i'm hopefully hopefully crossing my fingers so we have an amazing guest expert who can come in and speak a little bit about the back end systems experience so if you want to know a little bit more about that and how you can be a part of you know you growing your business with intention with momentum and in a way that's sustainable definitely reach out to me over on instagram all of the details are in the link in my show notes and i will be so excited to connect with you next time bye friends